It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's CIP, man. Hi, this is Jill Scott. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant, radio. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, June 17th. I'm Donald Ware, and I tell you what, uh, we are, uh, this is going to be our second team that we're going to preview, meaning we still have 50 teams remaining till hopefully the start of the HBCU football season. We're going to go to the suburbs of our nation's capital, Bowie, Maryland. We are joined by 12th year head coach at Bowie State, Damon Wilson. The Bulldogs are back-to-back defending CIAA champions. As Coach Wilson joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, how are you, Coach Wilson? I'm doing well, Mr. Ware. How about yourself? I'm doing good. A lot of things I want to get to. I want to start here because um, we're talking about, of course, George Floyd and um, and, and and him being killed, we've been talking about that a lot the last couple of weeks. And, you know, in our nation's capital, a lot of protests have been happening. As a matter of fact, one of the bigger protests, if not the biggest protest, uh, happened uh, in Washington, D.C. I just want to kind of get your thoughts uh, on George Floyd and, and all of the protests that are going on and the climate there in Washington. Well, I, I think that whole situation is um, it's, it's, it's sad. Um, I think one thing that, uh, you know, we've seen situations like this in the past, but um, this is the first time that I can recall seeing so many people from so many different backgrounds uh, stand up. And and, and I think uh, his death would definitely not be in vain with regards to some changes that are being made that will be made. So uh, if there is a, a, a silver lining, if you will, yeah, I think we will have uh, some other procedures in place moving forward because of his unfortunate death and uh and and, and the climate in washington right now to be quite honest man, guys and and, and, and ladies are, are very friendly when you walk around whether it's a grocery store uh you know everybody's talking about it. it's a hot topic uh the, the people i've encountered are really excited about uh change so you know we, we, we're going to see as this thing goes on uh but it's definitely a very uncomfortable or, or unfortunate situation yeah, no, no, no question about it. I mean, in the midst of that, we have uh, COVID-19, which we're still dealing with. I know that um, for all of the coaches, it is sort of, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say hampered, but it, I mean, it, now everything is different and it's really across the board. So what some of the, are some of the things that you've been able to do as it relates to your players, uh, contacting them, et cetera, during this COVID-19 pandemic? Well, you know, we, we've been on Zoom meetings, Microsoft Teams meetings with the guys 
Uh, we're doing some some uh, some friendly competition stuff with regards to some of those meetings. Uh, the guys had a a, uh, a couple of run challenges on the Nike Run app, so they're competing against one another. Uh, and and I think this whole pandemic has put a different spin on things with regards to recruiting as well as uh, just daily communication with your players. Uh, we've we've been as a staff, we've pretty much put uh, a Microsoft Teams meeting together for all the high school coaches. We're, whereas you know we're we're doing staff introductions, hey, we're doing talk talks with all the high school coaches and and just uh, introducing ourselves to them virtually, of course, uh, and, and trying to stay in contact with those guys and doing recruiting the same way. So it's uh you know it's, it's been a very uh, interesting time, and I think some of the things that we implemented during this time, we're going to carry forward when we come out on the other side of this thing. You know, it's interesting you say introduce the coaches to Bowie State. And, you know, I, I, I look at, and, you know, again, this is the 12th season for you, and you finally gotten there, back-to-back CIAA uh, championships. I mean, you're, you're not having to introduce yourself as much these days, right? And how is recruiting going on in this climate? <laughs> recruiting is definitely going well and, and one thing we did as far as you know I may recruit one area so therefore I may not be able to get out to another area that may be another coach's uh, uh, responsibility so by us doing these virtual meetings I'm able to get my face out there in front of these guys and I'm able to answer some questions from the high school head coaches and, and so they can meet all the coaches on the staff you know and, and it, it's been it's been great you know anytime you have a success uh, guys want to be a part of our program now which is great uh, Bowie is no longer uh, a fallback university when you're talking about from a football standpoint. Uh, you know, we've we've made a little little noise nationally, so therefore, you know, guys want to be a part of successful programs. We're graduating guys over eighty percent of over eighty percent of our guys are graduating. This past year, we had over three point zero team GPA. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about what we're doing, what my coaching staff uh, is doing, and uh, if we continue this, I think uh, you know the future is awfully bright. Damon Wilson in his 12th season as the head football coach at Bowie State joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Wilson, are we going to have uh, college football in 2020, uh, and will it? do you think it will start on time? I definitely think we're going to have football. The question is, will it start on time? That's what I'm unsure about. <laughs> we're planning to start on time. Everything we're doing here at Bowie is, uh, is preparing for our first game. However, we just don't know. We're, we're, we're still in phase one here in Prince George's County. We're looking to move forward in phase two next week. Uh, you know, like you, as you mentioned earlier with the protests, we don't know if we're going to have some, uh, you know, some backlash from, that protest, from the protests uh, dealing with the COVID-19. We, we're not sure we're going to see some of those numbers go up. So that may um, hamper some things. But everything we're doing right now, we're preparing to play our first game on September 5th. And, uh, you know, I look forward to getting back around my guys. I miss my guys. I haven't seen them since the first week of March. So, you know, I, I miss my guys, and I'm tired of seeing them on virtually. You know, I want, I want to see them in person so we can, you know, we can chop it up a little bit and, and spend some time together. Yeah. 11-1 uh, and one in 2019, another CIAA championship. Your thoughts on the 2019 season? I think we had a very successful season. You know, I was, I was really excited when you talk about what we did in 2018 and, and had one of the best, if not the best, uh, player in, in, 
in the, at the Division Two level from a football standpoint, and Mir Hall graduating him and coming back and actually going eleven and zero and winning the conference championship again, I think that's a, a major accomplishment because anytime you lose, you lose your shot caller who's been there for three, you know, three to four years, uh, you know, that's big shoes to fill. And I think uh, Jerome Johnson did a great job coming in, uh, filling in, and uh, the good thing about it, we lost a lot of seniors from last year's team. But when you look at it, uh, we're still returning pretty much 80% of a championship team. So I'm excited about the guys, you know, that are coming back and we've been able to add some key pieces to this uh, to this team for this up- upcoming year. You know, I always say this to you, and I got to say it again. I, I know, especially when you had a mirror uh, for those years, and you would say it, it's the system. It, it's the system. Part of a lot of it, I should say, is the system. And I'm like, I don't, I, you know, I, I look at Amir Hall <laughs> and his greatness, but he is great. But, I mean, to the point, Jerome Johnson comes in as a freshman and puts up some excellent numbers, leads you. Speak to more specifically to his play and then. You know, sort of the sort of the system. Well, one thing we say around campus is is uh, tradition doesn't graduate, and what we mean by that is, man, you know, we're, we're going to lose guys to graduation. You know, and just because a guy graduates, that does not mean you have to start over from a program standpoint. Guys have brought into that, and uh, you know, we graduated like I say, twenty four seniors last year. We graduated twenty three seniors the year before. So you know, on paper, there was some uh, some question marks coming into the season. But one thing I know is the coaching staff does a great job preparing the next guy and the guys that brought into their next guy mentality. Uh, as far as Jerome, Jerome actually came in as the number two guy. He had a very successful spring uh, last spring going into the season, but he came in as the number two guy behind Gaston Cooper. And Gaston uh, kind of struggled game one. It had an ankle injury game two. And it, it gave Jerome the opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to, to take the field. And uh, he never looked back. You know, so we changed a few things within the system to accommodate what Jerome does best. However, you know, he's still a guy that can, can beat you with his arm. He showed that a few games as well. So, you know, we have him back for another year. We're excited about him. He's had a successful uh, winter workouts. He did a great job in the classroom. So, you know, we're, we're, we're excited about where, where he is, and he's going to take more of a leadership role uh, from an offensive standpoint uh, this year. So we're, we're excited what he, what, he, what he brings to the table. Yep. Damon Wilson in his 12th season as the head football coach at Bowie State joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You know, when I saw that you had gotten Khalil Wilkins, I mean, he, you know, he had some success there at West Virginia State, did well uh, for you last year. W- what are your expectations uh, for him uh, in 2020? I'm, I'm looking for a lot more out of Khalil. Um, Khalil was a guy that we recruited heavily out of high school and he made a decision to go to another university. And, um, you know, th- things um, changed there, and he wanted to come back home and play. Uh, I've really been uh, hard on him this whole year because my expectations of, of, of him are, are high. You know, he, he's a guy that can carry the load. Khalil can carry the ball 25, 30 times a game, and uh, he'll be in great shape and be able to be, uh, be healthy the whole season. You know, he's a physical runner. Uh, we, we worked on out his speed this offseason. Uh, he's lost a few pounds just to get faster. Uh, he knows the offense now. Last year he probably – Really understood the offense probably going into game three, game four. Uh, so he has some mental errors. But, uh, you know, he's going through a senior. So I'm putting a lot of pressure on him uh, to be a leader offensively. And uh, not just offensively, but uh, the whole on, on the team. You know, be one of the leaders on the team. And I think he'll answer the bell. He has a very good uh, skill set, and we look forward to uh, to using it this year. 
You and I, you know, defensively, and I, I had to think. I was trying to think back. You know, had I seen a player, and in, in more specifically in HBCU football, that has had a dominant first two years. Sometimes you have that first year, and then maybe a sophomore jinx. Not for Joshua Pryor, uh, back-to-back, <laughs> box to row, All-American. I mean, the, the numbers are incredible from the tackle position, 13 sacks, 25 tackles for loss. Speak to him in these first two seasons that he's had and then the expectations for him in 2020. Joshua, um, he's an NFL prospect going into his junior year. He's, he's a young man that is hard on himself. You know, uh, he'll he'll take the uh, the praises and that sort of thing, but he'll come back and tell you, "Well, coach, I did this wrong on this play. I got to get better at this." So one thing he's been working on this off season is to is to get stronger. You know, he understands. And then when we get into the playoff runs, that you know the guys up front may be a maybe a little stronger than he's used to seeing in conference play. So he's been focusing on getting stronger. He's a, he's a guy now that can get on the board and draw the whole whole defense up. You know, he's a guy that just doesn't know his assignment. He can line the linebackers up and the secondary, which is really impressive for a defensive line. And uh, so he's he's a very um, cerebral guy. Uh, so I'm, we're we're excited about Josh. And Josh is a kid that, like I said, he he understands what's in front of him. He's on course to graduate. Uh, he has two more years of eligibility, but uh, he's a guy we're looking for big things out of uh, this upcoming season. And then how 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 really good could this uh, defense was really good last year? Like how could Good could this defense be in 2020? If, if we look at it, we, we graduated a couple of D linemen, and for the most part, everybody else in the defense comes back. Our corners come back, the safety, or uh, one of the other safeties come back. We redshirted 30 guys last year, so those guys have been in, and a lot of those guys were defensive guys. Those guys have been in the system pretty much for a year, just haven't played. Um, I think we have a chance to be better up front defensively than we were last year, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and the reason I say that is because some of the seniors we had last year, the expectations they left behind for the younger guys. I mean, these guys have been working, but they continually keep a hand on them. <laughs> the older guys do to make sure that there is no letdown, make sure that they understand their responsibility and it's their turn to shine. And uh, I think the guys have brought it to it. And then lastly, Coach Wilson, we appreciate the time. You're scheduled to open the season uh, on September 5th at New Haven. Speak to the schedule. A bit of maybe a tougher schedule this year, uh, only four home games. However, two of those uh, are towards the latter part of the season against Virginia State uh, and Elizabeth City State. I think this is probably one of our most difficult uh, non-conference schedules. we're, we're, We're playing three different teams from three different conferences. Um, you know, like I said, opening up with New Haven, who's a pretty much a playoff contender, Saginaw Valley. Uh, they, uh, they come down to us week two, which who has been a playoff contender. And then we go to uh, Texas A&M Commerce, which is another top 25 team. So I think from a non-conference schedule, we put ourselves in a position to um, make noise nationally. Now, we just have to keep our same mentality and go take one game at a time. Um, I believe it's important when you're scheduling a non-conference opponent to schedule opponents to to, to challenge your guys uh, to the conference play, but also continue to make sure we are representing the CIAA and representing HBCU football the right way. And uh, that's something that uh, I've always uh, felt as a head coach. So, therefore, those types of games, uh, we get excited. I'm excited about, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm looking forward to getting to my guys so we can prepare for a, a team like New Haven, which is a very physical football team. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready when the ball is kicked off on the fifth. I, I did say lastly, is there – I mean, I know maybe there are things a little bit different, to your point, 
uh, being in Maryland, PG County, not yet in phase two. I mean, is there a, a time? Um, do you know of a time when you'll be able to m- have contact with your guys? Well, what we're looking at now, and and once we go into phase two, I know we have to be in that phase pretty much for two weeks before they move forward or to possibly going to phase three. So we're looking at middle of July. Hopefully, we don't have a date in 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 stone right now. Uh, my, the administration and myself, we've talked about different situations. You know, I definitely want to make sure we get our guys some volu- uh, some voluntary workouts in at some point in July before we start camp in August if we're going to play our non-conference schedule. Uh, I think it's really big that the guys get an opportunity to kind of run around and, and get in some type of shape as a team uh, before you jump into camp and jump into a, a football season. So we, we, we have some tentative dates out there, but like I say, we, we're, we, we're in an unknown right now. So we're trying to do as much as we can do virtually and, and, and trust our guys for doing what they are supposed to do uh, you know, on their own. Going into his 12th season as the head football coach at Bowie State is Damon Wilson again. The uh, Bulldogs scheduled to open the season on Saturday, September 5th at New Haven. Back-to-back CIAA uh, defending champions. Coach Wilson, we appreciate the time. Look forward to talking to you in the 2020 season. Hey, Donald, thank you for all that you do. Appreciate it, Coach Wilson. That's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU football daily podcast. On tomorrow, we're going to travel to Fairfield, Alabama, and talk with Miles head football coach Reginald Ruffin as the Golden Bears have also won back-to-back SIAC championships and so very much looking forward to talking with Coach Ruffin. Don't forget to tell someone about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast as we get you set for the 2020 HBCU football season. You can listen or download the podcasts at BoxToRoad.com, also at iHeartMedia as well. Talk with you tomorrow.